0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, and oh my goodness, guys, it's time to get into the next day. It's funny because I'm already, I'm talking about this in a past tense way, but I'm covering each day as I go. Now, what happened yesterday was crazier than what happened the day before, but let's talk about what happened on my first full day here. So, again, Vietnam is very different. They are a very noodle-centric Uh, ...type of country. That means they like to eat noodles for breakfast. Now, me, of course, living in Thailand for so long, I love my chicken, I love my rice, I love my egg, and I love my yogurt, right? My Greek yogurt. So, you could imagine that, you know, just eating carbs and drinking some of that, again, delicious, you know, delicious carbs and whatnot, and drinking some of that fine water right out of the bowl, it just isn't so fulfilling. But another thing that I've been doing is I've been hitting a cafe... Literally every day, which is really, really exciting because these cafes, they're everywhere. So in Dala, I don't know how much of a difference it is compared to, you know, Ho Chi Minh and Hanoi, but there are cafes literally everywhere and they all have their own unique vibe to them. So, yes, oh, I can't talk about yesterday. But, anyways, the day, what, what, what cafe did I go to? Ah, um, oh, there we go. Okay, so after we went to this noodle shop, And I was telling you guys that I had actually... You know, the, the people would just sit at our table. And boy, it is raining like hell out there. So anyways the people would just sit at, uh, they're just sitting at the table, and they would come sit at your table, but they didn't know you, so I don't know, it has, I don't know what other countries actually do that, but it's really fascinating, because then you have, like, these four children just looking at me, <laughs> and then the parents are over there, then we get up and leave, um, and then, you know, the parents said thank you and everything, and it was a very, very delicious place, but just in general, I told you guys about the stairs the day before, but they're friendly stairs, they're, they're, they're interested stairs, they're not the staring at me like in a very very negative way you know as opposed to thailand so you know we go from there you know a friend uh My friend and I, and then we go to another cafe uh, at the top of this hill. So I took pictures of this place, and I actually bought a postcard, and I'm kicking off something new. I'm going to buy a unique postcard for every place I visit from here on out until I leave the body and domain on this planet. Because these postcards were just so fascinating, and there's this little coffee shop atop a hill overlooking such a beautiful – it's just the the view – it's just a scenic view, and then you have, like, this bus station over here where you can take transportation up to different, you know, different areas like, uh, you know, Da Nang, Hanoi, Ho Chi Minh, and other areas. So, you know, it's cold as hell, but you know what? The service is amazing. We walk in, people, they smile, and, you know, we sit down, and then they start playing this very beautiful orchestra music, but it's almost, like, depressing, but, you know— I'm over here drinking uh, a cappuccino, which I don't drink coffee. I hate coffee. I despise coffee. Um, but I'm drinking this cappuccino, which was made perfectly. It was amazing, just nice and thick. I've never seen a cappuccino made like that ever, you know, being out there in Thailand. But yet again, I've never ordered a cappuccino in Thailand. So anyways, we started talking about, you know, should we go to Lang because we see this cloud cover. It's raining just a little bit, not as bad as it is today and yesterday, but... It was just a little bit, it was a little bit crazy out there. Let's just put it that way. And, you know, she started, well, you know, one of my friends, she started asking, you know, about how we could go to this big mountain called Langbiang, And... I asked the guy and he spoke good English. And you know what? It's crazy because he was using multiple, multi-syllable words. And I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. He used the word unpredictable. And I'm like, dude, I don't think I've ever heard any of my Thai students say unpredictable in six and a half years. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, very caring, very charismatic. The personality, the willingness to speak. And just Vietnamese people speaking to each other in general. They're just so nice to each other. It's just remarkable, man. I just don't know. I I I just think this is one of the most fascinating countries. Like when I went to Ho Chi Minh City, that's just another big city. But when you come to a place like this, is this is when you get the real feel of what Vietnamese people are or what a real country is. Like going to Bali, that's not what Indonesia is. You know, although it was spectacular, and the indigenous people are there and they, you know, they have these big wide eyes, and you know, they have this Caramel, honey, olive skin. It's just amazing. It's just amazing. But I just don't believe that that's who they really are. You know, I would have to go to other places on the outskirts. And again, if you go to other places on the outskirts, this is when as African-American or a color person, you would probably encounter racism. But I've encountered nothing here whatsoever. And I love it because, oh my God, I can't tell you guys about what happened yesterday. I'll have to tell you that in your next podcast, but nonetheless, let's keep going. So we ventured all the way out to Long beyond. Now keep in mind, guys, it's only about nine kilometers, all right five miles it's not far at all It's a very small it's a very small town, but everything is just so near. You got waterfalls, you got this, you got that, it's just fascinating in general, so then' we're, then I'm like, okay. Let's go up to this place, and we finally get there, and it's got these big letters, and then they have horses and zebras on the goddamn hill. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I could get up and close and personal with some of these horses. So we, chill. we went in, I paid the fee, uh, we went to the motorbike, asked the guy, hey, yeah, you can go 2,100 meters up. Oh my god, that's the, the, he said it would take like four hours. I was like, fuck that. So we actually went up to the top of the hill, and this is where I met the guy on the, my Instagram video, because I'm over here standing next to these calves. And it's so weird because their their left leg would tremble like they were so scared of me. And I'm like, why are you so scared of me? You know, and then when I take another step towards them, they hurry up and gallop and run away. And I'm like, you guys, come on. I'm not, I'm not that scary. No, but they're just the cutest horses ever. And so, I'm walking on the hill, I'm trying to show everything, and then I, you know, this guy named Paul, he ends up saying, hello! And that's when the video on my Instagram began, which got a hell of a lot of views, because this guy, he is native to that little area, to the village. And you know what? He spoke English how? Because the G.I. soldiers, about 200 of them on top of Long Bien Mountain, they would come down during, you know, for church service and for Christmas and stuff like that. So this was during the Vietnam War. Um, And so that's how he ended up speaking English 70 years ago, 1970, to be precise, because, of course, the Vietnam War, they ended up pulling out like 1975 in April. Um, But. You know, he was telling me other things about how, you know, they could grow so easily here because the temperature. And he said the soil is some of the best. This is why they have some of the best coffee in the world. Oh my God. Just fascinating from all up and down. So if you guys want to see part of that conversation, you can. Um,. And yeah, so we ended up talking to Paul for a good 15 minutes, and then we walked over, and then we ventured all the way up this hill with like three other, four other Vietnamese people that we did not know, but we were just kind of just pushing each other up this hill. And then after a while, I was like, man, fuck this, I'm, not, I'm done, I'm not going back, I'm not going this far up, this is ridiculous. We've been walking up this place for about an hour, okay, on the street, and these these trucks, of course, you could rent a truck to go up there, but these trucks are just zooming past us, and we're getting all this nasty pollution in our face, but at the same time, the trucks are open in the backside. So people are looking at us, they're giving us thumbs up, they're recording videos. You know, there were these two little girls that were saying hello and I was like dancing. You know, they would laugh. And you know, just having a blast, just cutting loose for once, you know. And so anyways, we venture back down, which only took about 15 minutes. So I was so angry. It took like an hour and a half to get up to that specific spot, but then it took 15 minutes to get down. But you know what, if I was alone, boy, I would have ran all the way up that bad boy. But nonetheless, we get back down, um... You know, and we just meet a variety of people. There was a school there doing activities right there on a the little miniature hill, just before going on the hill where all the horses were, where the parking lot was. And so we got back on the motorbike, and of course, us being completely doomed and whatnot, boy, it was the resting time. So after that, like towards the evening, it was the lake time. We went over here. We, you know, went to the night market. We went to go check out some luxury hotels, and we sat down in this little area towards the end of the night. And basically, there are Thai Vietnamese pizzas, right? So you, there are these little small miniature chairs. You sit down and you just order something. And they're so nice to each other. They speak so nicely, you know. And again, I don't know the language, but I know what they're doing just by their most, you know, their gestures. It's like, hey, come on, sit down. There are chairs here. And so people, we would just sit down next to strangers. And this lady behind us would give us some, like, soy milk. Yeah, not the best thing, But it was delicious. And then we would just sit down and just enjoy everything. Just a load of people, motorbikes down there, people walking everywhere. And I just love it because not at one moment there was – no one treated me like an outsider. People were more interested looking at me than anything else. And so I thought it was a spectacular evening. Now, like in terms of the burgers and whatnot, I had a burger at this place called Leteria. And Leteria is very, very similar somewhat to Carl's Jr. Not so much, but, oh, my God, the cheese wasn't melted and this and that. But the burger, hey, it will suffice. But, um, again, guys, I mean, huh, that was day one, it was a little bit crazy going to, you know, you, you know, going from a hill and meeting that spectacular human being and then going over to this other place. And oh, my God, it was just fantastic in general. So, I mean, just the amount of people that we met. Oh, as a matter of fact, we ended up going to a bar that night and it was a little small bar. And you know, there was this Vietnamese couple, and this girl looked so tidy that she was drunk or she was tired, it was funny. Uh, but you know, they're over there talking to each other, and then some Thai people came in, and I knew because they were saying, What the summer? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, here we go. And then, like, one of my friends. It was just making fun of the accent. I was like, Nope, you gotta go because, like, she was a little tipsy. I was like, Nope, yeah, you ain't making fun of everyone's accent. Okay, you can't just summon, you can't just mock someone else's summer, Okay, so get your shit, let's go. So, anyways, you know, that was a nice little place. And while we were trying to find this area, it's funny because we were going down the hill trying to look for this place, and this Vietnamese guy comes up all of a sudden, he's like, Hey, what are you looking for? And just genuine. You know, and then I was like, we're looking for this brew house. He's like, oh, well, I don't think Dalat has any brew houses. That's normally like in Saigon or in, you know, Saigon, another word for Ho Chi Minh City. This is for the people who lived here before Ho Chi Minh had come down here, you know, before, you know, the the socialism, whatever that stuff happened. Anyways, yeah, so – um." Yeah, Saigon, and he was talking. His accent was pretty cool, pretty good, and pretty cool. And what I loved so much about Vietnamese people, they are the most respectful people on the planet. In terms of they would speak English to each other. I have saw this on in so many like a number of occasions. They speak English to each other just so the foreigner who's there understands what's happening. Now in Thai, in Thailand, they hurry up, speak Thai, 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 and they speak about you in front of them. I mean, no, will they speak about you while you're there in the presence? You know what I mean? But here, they would speak English to each other, encouraging one another, and they're not correcting each other's accent or this or that. None of that bullshit. It's just genuine. And, man, that captured my heart. So, man, to be honest with you guys, oh, boy, when I go back, you know, I'm excited. Well, again, oh, my God, I don't know. But what is that? Is that the wind? I don't know what the hell's going on out there. I hear all kinds of noises. What is that? Oh, my God. Anyways, guys, boy, those are the sounds of Dalat, Vietnam. It's been raining like hell. Cloud cover. You can't really see anything, so let's just hope. Because this is very high up. We had a climate elevation, so I'm guessing when we get back down there towards the sea and whatnot... um, it will be a hell of a lot better. Let's just hope. Let's hope. I mean, are the clouds just going to disappear from where we are? Maybe maybe we're just surrounded by clouds, and if you go down a little bit more, it's sunshine. I don't really know. We're going to see what happens. But, again, I still got to talk about what happened yesterday in terms of the waterfall, so you guys stay tuned for that. And then I'll just sum up yesterday, today, and the day uh, that I would be leaving in one day, probably in a live podcast at the airport. So, guys, stay tuned for that if you guys have any questions, man. just think, I got some really cool videos about the waterfall that are going to be on my Instagram very soon, so go check that out. And nonetheless, guys, thank you for tuning in to another wonderful The Arcadio Bug Show podcast, and I will be back soon, over and out.